For we walk by faith, not by sight. Nowadays, it has proven true that in order for you to be successful, you have to have faith that whatever you are doing will one day succeed. You may not see it right away, but you have faith in it. Our next guest truly embodies this. He always has had faith since the beginning, even when his art was not where he wanted it to be. With faith and hard work, anything is possible. Please welcome our next guest at this time, Demetrio from Eternal Artware. So we are here with our special guest for part two. A lot of people messaged me, messaged him, and wanted a part two. Uh, we wanted to do something different for this one. Uh, we wanted to actually have the followers and his listeners and everything like that ask the questions because a lot of people had a lot of questions to ask you, which you guys, you know, we're obviously going to get to uh, to that here in a bit. But as always, I want to thank you for being on the podcast, especially you know with like with everything that's going on. Um, a lot of people love part one and wanted part two, and I'm excited, you know, to actually get that going and get it started for, for everyone and stuff like that. Um, first, I want to talk, of course, like, with everything going on, we cannot like not talk about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your views of it and like what's going on right now? Um, my views. Uh, I just wish like everybody would kind of listen, stay home. Um, I really hope that we can get over it. Um, I feel like more people will be more appreciative of normality. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I just feel like with this pandemic, we will kind of realize that we're all human. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. For sure. Um, I, I do I do agree with a lot of stuff, too. I don't feel like it's time to reopen the state, um, especially like we're number one with the coronavirus, like how fast it's spreading. Um, but you did say you're, that people kind of appreciate like normality more. Um, with that, I know a lot of families, or I feel like a lot of families, um, they their normality was they don't they go home, they are on their phones and stuff like that. But do you think that this pandemic has pushed families to kind of interact more, especially like being in one place at the same time for a long, long time? Yeah, I feel like more families probably have connected more with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I realized that most people go day by day and just like do everything same but i feel like this mixed it up a lot mm-hmm. and i really hope that people spend time with their families like if you're not then that's kind of like your fault you feel yeah, me that's true um also in the bible it talks about like end of times do you see do you somewhat see that now like in some spots um well with like the knowledge that i have and this is just mm-hmm. like my opinion um i think that every day we get closer to the end times but mm-hmm. I figure that our time compared to God time is different. Like, if you see, like, what he said in Genesis, he said he created the earth um, in seven days. Mm-hmm. And most people take it, like, figuratively, but I, what I believe in is, like, our time is different from his time. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, we're getting closer, but at the same time, like, if you look at 
how you've seen all these posts like look at earth now like how it's becoming cleaner and everything mm-hmm. i feel like it was kind of like a restart button mm-hmm. and we're kind of just gonna keep getting better but at the same time more problems will keep occurring so. yeah uh, and that's a good point up that you brought up about like the 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 earth is getting cleaner again um because there was a video which i wasn't sure if it was real or fake until i actually looked at more into it um so there is this like river i'm not i think it was like in india or something like that where it was like it was so bad like it was so muddy um there was a lot of trash that was being thrown in there mm-hmm. that got it really really nasty like people have not seen it clean for over uh two decades and then they showed a current video of it now after the lockdown it was literally like you could see through the water Jeez. and it was the exact same spot and everything and they're saying how like this is really good for the environment and i know la too their um air levels and everything like that have not been cleaned for decades mm-hmm. and like they were saying how how it's crazy how you know that this whole um like staying at home and stuff like that is actually really helpful for the environment too but yeah i agree um what was some stuff that you um weren't expecting with this whole like coronavirus and pandemic stuff that kind of surprised you uh well i was hearing about it in february because my supplier told me that they were going to lockdown mm-hmm. and so i was like all right so it must be kind of serious mm-hmm. i didn't expect it to hit us as hard or like the world mm-hmm. it, as it did right now and i didn't think we would go into quarantine just because for me, it kind of seemed impossible for, like, the United States to stop mm-hmm. and everybody would just stay home. I think that was one of the big shockers. And also the fact that they're saying, like, this could last for, like, till 2021 mm-hmm. seems like a long time yeah. for me. The whole 2020 is canceled already, yeah. uh, for sure. Um, but switching over to the interview, what was some, like, feedback that you received from, like, part one? Um, well, I went on live a couple of days later and a lot of people liked it. Um, I felt like a lot of people kind of got to see the backstory, and they just saw the journey. I feel like most people don't realize that when you're running a brand, it it takes hard work, mm-hmm. and also it was like it may be just one person. Um, I feel like when you see somebody that you look up to, you make them higher than what you think they are. Like of yourself, like that put makes them sense. on a pedestal. Yeah, but at the same time, like we're all the same. Mm-hmm. And I wish more people could see that like, I'm just 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to chase my dreams as anybody else. For sure. Um, with that said, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, the way that we did this, they're not necessarily in chronological chronic order. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just uh, the questions that were asked. The first one was uh, asked, we want to know your zodiac sign and a little bit about your love life. Someone asked that. Um. All right. So basically, I don't know my zodiac sign. I, I, do you know your zodiac sign? I have no idea what my zodiac sign is. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it goes by like birthday or something like that. Um, but no, I do not know mine. And then my love life, I have a girlfriend named Jennifer. Uh, we started dating two and a half years ago. So this in September 17th will be three years. So mm-hmm. um, I think I've been the most happiest in those three years because she motivates me. She helps me a lot. I'm pretty sure you can attest to that with yeah, your wife as well. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, um, and you know what? This question is—it's always brought up, whether it's like zodiac signs or especially like your personal life and relationships. Um, do you think there should be a balance of both, like keep your personal life your personal, or be more public about it? Uh, I think there comes a time where you, you can do both and balance both, mm-hmm. but as long as if your like partner or whoever you're talking about is comfortable you feel me because mm-hmm. like i wouldn't want my mom to be in a podcast and like talk about 
embarrassing stuff that I yeah. did. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. you. But it's like, if you can balance both and not over, like, give too much, because at the same time, you do want privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to try to do both as best as I can. For sure. Um, I actually like that, too, because I feel like there is a time where, you, I mean, especially if your partner um, is not comfortable with it, there's you shouldn't really, like, force them to be um, out in the spotlight. Like, because I feel like us, especially as business owners, we can deal with it more. Mm-hmm. We, 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 you know, we, we're in that mindset where, like, we can deal with stuff more, whether it's, like, comments or just, you know, being in the spotlight a little bit more. Um, I feel like it's a lot different. Um, but the other, someone else asked, what things do you have to keep in mind while making a new design to stay on brand? Oh, that's a good question. Um, for me, it's always about... So basically, when I started the brand, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I spoke about that in the first time in our first podcast. But mm-hmm. now, moving forward, I always have, like, this quote that I kind of made up in my head. Um, X, um, XX Tentacion was, like, one of my... Literally one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when he came out and everything. And one thing that I really liked about him was that he was super versatile. Mm-hmm. Like, he would, slow, like, sing slow and, like, scream... And it, it was just, like, different because um, no artist I heard at the time was doing that. And so whenever, like, I'm thinking of a new design, I always try to tell myself, like, I want to be, like, versatile. Mm-hmm. Like, one drop, I could do Jesus, but on the other drop, I could do, like, flowers. Mm-hmm. Like, different stuff like that is what keeps me motivated. That's, like, the mindset that I use. But at the same time, I do, like, enjoy um, making, like, shirts that have, like, crosses on them because I personally love crosses. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Jesus, so I put them on shirts, you feel me? Yeah. But that's what I keep in mind. For sure. Um, and my my question with this was, what are your design principles and values? Because I know, like, what, I was wanting to ask, what's a design that, like, your mom didn't like at all, um, but, like, maybe that you thought of putting out there, but you didn't because you wanted to, like, stay true to yourself and not follow the masses? Yeah. Um, so, oh, man, that's tough. Uh I don't know. I've so basically when working with a lot of designers, yes. um, they they send you stuff, mm-hmm. and for me it was always about like my parents always tell me like don't put like bad stuff on shirts, mm-hmm. anything that like will um, degrade you I guess and as a person. So one the time a designer sent me like a girl and like her breasts were out. You feel me? So I was like I can't put that on a shirt. So no, re- repeat that again. <laughs> you had a you had a girl. So a girl, so the designer sent me uh a design that this girl was like kind of laying on the table. Yeah. And she had her breast out and I told them like, "Yo, make the cross cuz there was a cross in front of her like bigger so it could cover yeah. that up." Um but yeah, like for me it was like as I go to church, I want people to see like, "Oh yeah, he makes clothing brand." Oh yeah, I may not like the design because mm-hmm. it's a little dark in their opinion, mm-hmm. but not like full blown out where, <laughs> dude, like you having you're making like females have breasts on your shirts, like yeah. yeah, not like that. I try to keep like my morals as high as I can. For sure, that that is true. That that's something that you know you got to think about, especially because I feel like more and more often a lot of these brands are following the masses, and like from my opinion, like what's hot right now is being different mm-hmm. but then there's other stuff like that will get you attention just because like i, I know there is a brand when the whole uh shooting like school shootings happened mm-hmm. that put out like you know how some schools or every school has their own like sweaters yeah yeah or, like merch and stuff like that um what that what this brand did specifically was they made their own 
um, merch for their school shootings, but then they had like stuff that said like um, like bullet wound, like stuff that looked like bullet wounds and mm-hmm. stuff on there. And it was like really controversial, which got them like people to talk about them, but it was in a bad way, like because yeah. they were profiting from that. Yeah. So like you got to stay true to yourself because the brand up to that point was really really good, and as soon as they put that whole collection out, it just died quick, like and overnight. It was just so bad. Um, but another question that someone asked was, "What does, uh, what keeps you going?" What keeps me going is, uh, this might sound like really personal, but what, mm-hmm. every day like I wake up and. Knowing that my dad's going to work mm-hmm. keeps me going. Because if he's going to work, then I have to keep working. Because mm-hmm. one day I want to see the future where I can take care of my parents for everything that they gave me and all the opportunities they've blessed me with. For sure. Um, with this quarantine especially, what drives you to keep going? Because I feel like um, it's really depressing, bro. Like, having to be inside. Like, nothing's open at all. So you can't really go, like, if you want to go to the store or anything like that. What keeps you going specifically uh, with this quarantine and everything that's going on? Um, what keeps me going is that I guess like if I'm if I'm actually about this, then mm-hmm. I, I need to be actually about it like every single day, twenty four seven. I need to be striving to become better. Obviously, there's times where I do get bored and like kind of like not depressed, but it's like I'm like sad because I can't go out. Mm-hmm. Um, people aren't really making money, so my drops, well, like my drops that I'm planning to do, I I kind of have to push them back now because they're like super big high ticketed items that are dropping but what keeps me going in this quarantine is like i just enjoy what i do mm. i love talking to people i love my designer who does um what does most of my stuff and i just like showing people like i like leaking stuff as well my yeah. stories and stuff so that's what keeps me going yeah for sure i agree on that too to be honest um just because um like i don't know how to explain it bro like it's just crazy how business has slowed down a lot is there a certain drop that you were ready for that's like a high ticketed item that like you had to push back is there a certain some like something you can tell us about that uh yeah so basically i had a collab it was supposed to drop april so we're in april right yeah we're mm-hmm. in april it's supposed to drop this month it was it was super nice um a lot of cut and sew pieces one of my favorite jackets that we made it was our first denim piece mm-hmm. um and the zipper is going to be across and so basically just a whole bunch of cool different stuff it was collab with one of my good friends also my designer yeah um because he has his own brand as well Mm -hmm. so we're gonna drop it april we come to find out like we like with all the the corona stuff Mm -hmm. it sorry my fault the virus messed up a lot of stuff so the supplier couldn't go back to work just yet Mm -hmm. and so they were like we're gonna have to delay a lot of stuff so you don't have to pay right now we're just like to wait till we're open you feel me so you don't have to wait too long so that was going to drop in april turns out we're in april we haven't dropped it we're planning to drop it june we're just getting everything ready for right now for sure um i do agree on that too bro like there's been so much stuff that like events especially that have been pushed back so i agree with that um what's your someone else asked what's your end goal with eternal you want to create a uh, clothing powerhouse or do you think eventually you want to shift over to something else like a record label um, I spoke kind of about, I think I, we spoke about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I do want to be a powerhouse. I yeah. want to leave like an imprint on the culture because I realize you can do stuff now, yeah. but it won't matter if you're not like impacting or inspiring. If you see like all the greats that were before us, even like artists, mm-hmm. um, they did, they were different, but second of all, like they were for the youth. They were, they were culture themselves. They were making like culture. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's what I want to do, but I also want to open up different things because I also have other passions. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and I love this question, honestly, because I feel like you eventually do want to blow up and be big at some point. Um, and, or like, is there, do you think once a brand gets mainstream, they forget about their roots? Cause I feel like that's been happening a lot lately. Um, when someone blows up like a brand or anything like that, do you, they forget about their roots? Do you think it's important to always remember where you came from and stay, uh, stay true to your brand? Yeah. Um, I see, like you said, I see that a lot as well. Brands that were selling the same items mm-hmm. before are now like, they're the same material and everything, but like charging it up, they're taxing. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of brands that do blow up, they kind of lose sight of why they started. I mean, at the same time, they made it, you feel me? Yeah. So they can kind of do whatever they want. Um, I respect that, but sometimes they just put out stuff like, like, bro, like you were dropping consistent heat last year. Like, what's this? Like, I feel like they could do better. Um, for me, when I get big, that's one thing that I've been seeing right now. Like, looking back at, like, last year, mm. I was like, bro, like, this is some fire stuff. Like... Um, I want to keep dropping more stuff, um, but like you said, I don't want to lose that passion or um, who I was in the beginning. For sure. Um, someone else asked, at a certain point, do you want this to be a streetwear luxury brand? Yeah, that's why I want to push that. Um, like I say, my my clothes are mm-hmm. like their garments to be worn and expressed through um, your feelings and emotions. So I feel like at the end of the day, I don't want to be compared to like most brands that are out right now just mm-hmm. dropping normal stuff like even if like my design um is all right i want to be i for, i don't know how to say it. i just want to take pride in the quality that you're wearing like right now we're pushing i don't know if you know like anything about nine ounces like nine ounce yeah. blanks yeah like t-shirts are going to be super heavy oversized mm-hmm. um like a lot of high ticketed items will have like nice designs but at the same time the qualities mm-hmm. i want the quality to speak for itself yeah that is true. I've been noticing that a lot, um, especially with higher-end brands, um, or, like, they market as higher-end brands. Their product is, like, expensive, but their quality doesn't match up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's important to have a balance between both of them? You know, like, if it's something, if a shirt's expensive, it's expensive because of the quality, not because of the name. Yeah, I think, because, like, if, if you're buying something, like, me, when I go to the store and stuff, if I'm buying something, like, I want it to last long. I want it to, like, if I, especially if it's clothes, I want to look good in it. And I want to know that, like, I'm not dropping, like, if it's a Gucci shirt, like, I don't know how much they run for, but, like, 300 and up mm-hmm. probably. I want it to know, like, it's not going to get a rip the next day at work. That's true. Like, that's that's how I think I keep in mindset as well as, like, the prints. Um, I want them to be good. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything that I do is, like, to 100% is yeah. what I've been taught mm-hmm. by my parents. For sure. Um What's your end goal by the end of 2020, especially because I feel like 2020 is already kind of canceled, especially because what's going on right now, obviously the whole virus and stuff like that. What's your end goal with what we have left of the year? Yeah. So basically a little backstory when I was kind of like last year, keep I was growing um, in my opinion fast and stuff, but I, I felt like I wasn't growing in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year I want to grow even if it takes like, what I've been noticing is I'm willing to, like, do this for 10 years mm-hmm. and then get to the point where I want to be, and I'll be grateful. Yeah. I see, like, a lot of people doing really fast, really fast, but then by next year, they'll be off. Yeah. You feel me? So I just want to grow. Um, my end goal will probably be, like, hit 70K, 80K, mm-hmm. even 100K. That's reaching, but I always reach, you know, I want to try to push my limits. 
Um, I want my, I feel like my drop, which is May 1st, <clears throat> so if you're hearing this, it'll be today, mm-hmm. um, will be released, those hoodies. So basically, I want those to sell out for this, and then mm-hmm. moving forward, I want every garment and every um, drop to sell out as well. Yeah. I, I feel like that shoe, um, you, I feel like you just got to keep pushing forward, to be honest, um, because regardless of what the situation is, like, you just got to push forward. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Um, someone else asked, what's your future goal and when do you think you're going to achieve it? Uh, my future goal is, like I said, I always want to inspire others. Um, I guess my future goal is, I want to like hit a million followers. Even if, it seems like a big goal. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I'm like forty or fifty, my my goal is to keep striving with the brand, um, to take care of my family, mm-hmm. and just be financially free. But also, um, yeah, just keep continuing. What was the other part? Second part of that. There's question? a part that I was gonna do a follow up on that. Also, what religion do you follow, and how has it helped you to inspire? your creative ideas because i know we spoke a little bit about this in our first part but i, I don't think people really like understood mm-hmm. understood it so can you like explain that too so basically like what, what religion or mm-hmm. my religion um so i pertain to the latter-day saints so the church of jesus christ is latter-day saints so basically what is that it's like can you like because i know um, some people didn't understand yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah um so basically it's mormon mm-hmm. right but we don't call ourselves mormon because as like every religion kind of gets tainted by the world you feel me like mm-hmm. there always be haters um but yeah we go so basically we believe in god we believe in jesus we believe that the second coming will happen that's mm-hmm. why we call ourselves the latter-day saints um right now especially we believe that like us the youth um we've been taught that we're like the ones that are trying to bring israel together so keep helping bring people to christ even if it's not our church like just spread the word you feel mm-hmm. me um with that being said i feel like with the designs inspiration is it comes from it comes from him like i said i could just be laying in bed all of a sudden i just get like 20 or like 30 like just really quick um designs in my head i'm like yo like what is this like um i know it kind of sounds weird and stuff Mm -hmm. but like that's how i how i tell people like when people ask me like what's your inspiration i just tell them like when i think of something i get like a lot of thoughts of it and then i just bring them together and i make something of it for sure. Um, have you ever gotten negative feedback because of your artwork? Like you use, um, like you said, crosses and, and, and Jesus and stuff like that. Have you ever received ne- negative feedback? Um, yeah, I get a lot of feedback in my DMs. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful like that people DM me and stuff. But at the same time, people, in my opinion, aren't the quickest or the sharpest. Because mm-hmm. they're like, yo, like, why are you using Jesus? Um, that like you're like destroying his name. Like I had a DM like... Yo, don't like use um, Jesus on your shirts. You're I'm Christian. That's not right. I'm like, but like I'm not doing anything like that. It would be different if like I've seen shirts where like Jesus is smoking weed. Yeah, like you know, I've seen some stuff like, like that too. I don't like I don't <laughs> feel like I'm doing like stuff like that. I'm like putting his face and I just put him on there because I love him and I love like the message that he was teaching. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I, I that is funny too because I've seen some shirts like that, um, especially at some like events and like rage events yeah. and stuff like that. Um, there's there's been so many shirts like that. So I agree. And my thing on that is too, and how I view it is like you're not doing anything bad. Like you said, you're not having like Jesus smoking on a shirt or anything like that. But but also the message between it be high and eternal. Like you're, you're actually doing something different. Um. So I I agree with that. Um. What age? Someone else asked. What age were you when you were thinking of ideas to start your very own clothing brand? 
I was 15 turning 16. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was the age. And then, but I didn't get on Instagram and start promoting and like kind of getting a following mm-hmm. until like I was 17. So that I feel like my brand didn't start until like I was 17 because I was finally doing uh, kind of quote unquote right. I was marketing right. I was mm-hmm. dropping consistently. So yeah, that's when I I feel like I started the brand at 17, not at 15. Because when I turned 17, I had like all the perfect ideas and I brought them to life. For sure. Um, how important do you think it is to start early? Like, because I feel like a lot of people um, that that are listening, they're like kind of younger, especially sometimes, and there's older people even. But like, how important do you think it is to start young? Because I feel like a lot of people who are young, especially like when you're in high school and like people are like telling you that a design sucks or they don't think you should do that because it, it doesn't look good. How important do you think it is to like just go for it? Um, I think it's very important. Because if you think it's good, somebody in, like, your hometown may not like it. Because that's what I noticed. Me, all my friends were like, yeah, start a brand. Because I will tell them, like, yo, I'm going to start a brand. And then when I get shirts, I'm going to give it to you guys so you guys can tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. But as soon as I started and I realized how much money I put up front, I was like, yo, I can't give these kids no shirts like mm-hmm. that. I got to make my money back to make another design, another stuff. So, like, when you start out, you may not get no support. But that's okay because if you keep going, you'll eventually find people um, in other states. I've noticed that like when you're coming up, if you're an artist, musician, or anything, you're just chasing your dreams, your hometown knows you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They look at you like you're just a regular kid. But when you start branching out to other states, they kind of like, yo, like that's dope. Like They kind of like who you are and they like your art as well as what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that too because like, you whatever design you put out not every person is gonna Mm -hmm. like it like and then there's people out there that they don't like it not because of the design but they just don't like you yeah like you you know exactly um certain is there any like certain music that inspires you uh i guess that would be based on my mood Mm -hmm. because i have a lot of designs in the vault because like last year i was making really like i guess like i had a lot of guns on shirts but i never dropped any of them they're just in the vault. Anyway. And I was, like, um, shirts that had, like, I guess, like, army and, like, like more blood on it. Yeah. Like, I had an inspired uh, button-up that was, it was a scene from, what's the Spartan movie, 300? 300. And when they're charging in and, like, blood splattering mm-hmm. everywhere. So it was just, yeah. like, line of them. It would be on the bottom of the black, uh, black, uh. Button-up. Yep. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, I didn't drop that. But at the time, I was listening to a lot of rock, um. Zillakami and just like kind of scream rap mm-hmm. but now like I listen to like anything and I just kind of vibe with whatever I listen to but yeah music does inspire me a lot I don't think I would be making them half the things or half the ideas or quotes that I put on shirts if it wasn't for music for sure uh, was it always your dream to start a clothing brand I uh, no not growing up I never thought about clothing um, I thought about being in the NBA I was like four feet up until like sophomore year bro mm-hmm. so i was short and i was playing basketball i was really good at it i played varsity um and then i realized i switched schools and i realized like i'm not the best basketball player that i thought i was gonna be mm-hmm. um these kids are super tall i'm still short and so i was like bro like if basketball is not for me i gotta think of something else and then at the time i was starting getting more into clothes wearing clothes um I mean, not wearing clothes, but wearing yeah, different, type, yeah, of different clothes. type of clothes. Um, so, 
Yeah, and I was like, bro, I'm just going to start a brand because I always wanted to own a business as well. I was like, I'm going to see how this goes. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of fell in love with it. And then I just soon realized that was my passion. For sure. Um, another person asked also, oh, I was. this is my follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Besides clothing, is there other things you want to explore, like music, uh, owning like a food business or anything like that that you um, want to explore? Music, I've always loved music, but I cannot sing. I cannot rap. I'm not really <laughs> talented like that. Yeah. Um, I would... For me, I kind of want to be a manager, I guess. I would love to work with an artist and connect him with other people to help him grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one thing that I would want to do. Other thing is I want to write, like, books. I want to write, like, scripts mm-hmm. for movies. That's what one thing that like I've been... Like a movie real, director? Yeah. That's one thing that I've been wanting to do. But other than clothing, I just want to expand as well. You feel me? I want to get my name out there and mm-hmm. brand it. Um, yeah. For sure. I like that a lot because I feel like... Whenever you're getting into something, like, you should always keep your eye out there and, like, being able to be versatile and, like, mm-hmm. do a couple things. Um, someone else asked, does your brand have, uh, does your family have any history in owning a brand? No, nobody owned any, like, nobody has ever owned a business in my family. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, like, I've seen in my family history is, like, everybody was hard workers. Like, mm-hmm. my grandma crossed the border with her 14-year-old son, came here to work a lot, um, she didn't stop working until they fired her when she was 65. Mm-hmm. So she's been she worked all her life, even when she was younger. She was picking cotton and beans, coffee beans over there in her country. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was working at 13 years old. So basically, my family has a history of hard workers to like bring things that they wanted to see um, alive. They wanted a good family. They wanted a good home. Mm-hmm. So they worked for that. So I just realized like I, if I want this, then I gotta work hard as well. For sure. Um, someone else asked, what event or events led to the realization that you wanted to add a religious spin to your clothing brand, whether it be dark or light? Uh, it's. I remember that day. I was in the shower thinking about like how I could, I guess, change up my brand mm-hmm. and do it my way. And I was like, yo, my first uh, thought was, how about I do like every drop would be like kind of it would be like angels versus demons and like the demons would have a black shirt and the white would um, the angels would have a white shirt stuff like that so my mom she didn't really like that yeah. um, so I was like dude like I don't know what to do and at that time I was watching anime and I was like bro I'm just gonna just I'm gonna do me you know even if um, sadly my parents didn't like it at the time I was like I'm just gonna do me now they're okay with it um, I was like I'm gonna do me I'm gonna drop whatever I wanna drop as long as, like we said, we spoke before, it's in my moral, like, I'm morally okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out there and, like, sell something that's not okay to me. Mm-hmm. Um, at any point, did you ever feel like giving up? And how important do you think it is to never give up? Um, yeah, there was times where I did want to give up. Mm-hmm. There's times where I still do want to give up. But what keeps me going is, like like I said, I have to just keep working harder. For sure. Um, that is true. I, I like that a lot. Especially, I was going to go back to how you said how like morally you have to be okay with it i feel like that isn't something that a lot of people are pushing out because there's brands i feel like and that i personally know like the owners that they're not necessarily it's not something that they would wear they would Mm -hmm. want like their kids to wear or like something like that but then they're just pushing it out there because it's good for business and stuff like that do you think it's more to like put stuff out that that you personally were going to wear and like you're personally morally okay with yeah like I don't know why if you would be a clothing brand, you wouldn't wear your clothes, you feel mm-hmm. me, or a design. Um, with me, I always think, like, will I be okay if, like, Jesus came down and, like, he's like, yo, give me one of your shirts, like, 
and would I be okay and comfortable giving him like the shirt that I just put out? So like that's how I feel. And if you're a clothing brand owner, I feel like you kind of have to. It's either like you're doing this for a quick buck or like you love it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what it comes down to. Um, someone else asked because um, we were speaking a little bit about this how a lot of plans were canceled mm-hmm. uh, for 2020. Do you have any like like uh, events coming up like? Someone asked pop up when all this virus stuff is over. If you have any like, yeah, plans. I was given the opportunity to have a pop up with an artist there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably gonna still take it, but I don't know. I can't really put it. I wanted to do it this June, mm-hmm. before everything had come. Um, but who knows now? But I definitely will do a pop up. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, someone else asked with that. Um, what do you like? How would you say your life has changed since you started your brand? Uh, my life has changed in two. So positive, positive. It was like it changed a lot. I grew as a person. I've become more responsible. I feel like as I think you can say this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, being a brand owner, you you become more mature. Like you see like kids your age, and you see yourself, and like you kind of can distinct yourself because like yo like I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, while you're not really like having moving forward, um. I feel like that has pushed me like, yo, I want to keep growing as a person and I want to keep being mature. You kind of realize you can't stress over like little things because mm-hmm. if you do, like you're going to die inside. Um, for me, that's what my life has seen. Like I've seen myself grow more as mm-hmm. a person. So I'm really grateful for that. That is true. I, I think I was like looking back to especially like how was your life different? Um, what do you think you would be doing right now um, if you didn't start Eternal? I'd probably still be playing basketball and I'd probably be like working at a gas well, station, gas station or something. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, someone else asked, "What do you think about your international community and how does it feel to be a kid from Iowa and kind of have like that world recognition of like other people in other countries and stuff like that?" Know you? I think it's dope. Like I have mad love for my followers. Mm-hmm. Um, not even followers. I call them family, cause I just think it's super crazy to me knowing that like people out in I think I remember this comment he's from Scotland uh, like knowing that from somebody like in Scotland is like cheering me on mm-hmm. um, I think that's my dope and I really appreciate it because we don't realize how expensive it is to buy clothes from like the USA because we live here but they have to pay like taxes yeah. on the, it was like crazy um, for, so to know like they're buying my clothes and they're that far out I really appreciate it for sure I think that's dope too and I, like it's really really expi- inspiring um, for me especially and I'm sure for like other people who are local here to Iowa um, that like they see you doing a brand and like having your own brand and like also there's people that are buying it from other countries so mm-hmm. I think that's dope um, someone it. else asked how have you been doing during this quarantine what do you like to do in your free time and do you think people should use this as a wake-up call because a lot of families never truly interacted till now um, we'll, we'll just talk about the family one because yeah. like we were just talking about that so I think, yeah, I, I'm, I think it was kind of like a good blessing that we were all brought together. Mm-hmm. I appreciate my family. I love them. Um, but for me, my mom is a stay-at-home mom. She watches my siblings. She homeschools them. Mm-hmm. So I was always around them. But knowing that, like, families were working, so they work. I didn't realize, but a lot of families work a lot. Yeah. And they just basically come home to eat and sleep. There's no interactions. But now I feel like they're bonding more. Mm-hmm. Um, during this quarantine, how I feel, I feel, I feel good. Um, I just wish like this would have never happened. I feel like all of us wish that. Um, but yeah, what I do also, I design. I walk my dog a lot. I just got her. 
Yo, talking about that, I was going to say, you went live, and then you had to cut it quick, because you had to go get Yo, your yeah. dog. So, yeah, I was on live. She needed to go pee, and then I didn't see the gate was open, and I'm, I'm on live trying to, like, see, like, who's in it and everything, and I just see her, like, across the street. I'm like, bro, I'm, so I just ended it real quick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, what the heck? Like, he had to go, he had to go chase his dog. Yeah. Um, someone else asked, I'm pretty sure you're a Latino, bro, so what's one artist that always brings you back to your childhood when you hear them on the radio? Uh, that's hard because I have a multiple. Growing up, um, I would travel to Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. So that's where my mom's from, mm-hmm. on my mom's side and everything, my grandma. And then my dad is Puerto Rican. So with their influences on both of them, I would listen to a lot of like Daddy Yankee, like old old reggaeton, mm-hmm. um, like Ricky Mukinwai, um, stuff like that. And then when in Nicaragua, I would just be, they would just like bang like all bangers from old reggaeton. So that's what I always listened to um, growing up. But now like when I hear Daddy Yankee play, like bro, like that's like instantly like, yo, that was like from my childhood. For sure. I feel like that too. Um, Someone else asked, who is the most influential person in your life? Mm, That's hard. Cause I got like three. Mm -hmm. I would say my mom, my dad, and my grandma. Why is that? Because my dad always taught me to... I I was blessed to have a father at home. I was blessed with the father that loved me. Mm-hmm. And I, he he sacrificed a lot. He still does to provide for my family. My dad always taught me to what it takes to be a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just see him like get up every day. He works for FedEx. So right now, and there's time, it's like a lot of people are buying stuff. So he's like tired every day and everything. And so that inspires me because one day I want to take care of them because in the future they, they will get old mm-hmm. um, my mom I've basically been with her like my whole life obviously but since she's a stay-at-home mom I w- I'm with her like 24 7 and she she has taught me like to read books she has taught me to like be more knowledgeable but not just not only about my brand but be be smart about other things so I really appreciate her for that and for my abuela um, Hearing her come up story to come up here, like to the United States, have a better life. Uh, we were so blessed for her to do that because now I live in the United States. I have an opportunity to help my family down in Nicaragua. Um, I think those three people are the main inspirational ones. It's not really about like inspirational for my brand, but inspirational personally for me so I can strive to work harder and do something more mm-hmm. for myself and for my family. For sure. I appreciate that, man. Like, especially too, like, a lot of people, because I've, I've had friends before, like, they don't appreciate what their parents have done for them. Mm-hmm. Like, we really came out the mud. Me, personally, like, I was homeless before, and, like, it sucks that there's a lot of kids our age, and even older, yeah. that don't appreciate their parents. How important do you think that it is to, to appreciate your parents and what they've sacrificed for? I think if you're not living to make a future for yourself and... Mm-hmm take care of your parents at the end of the day, like, then you're not really, like, doing doing it right. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like even if you, you have, like, parents that, like, kind of were mean to you and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you still love them because they're your blood. They do things for you. They still do things for you. Um, for me, it's, like, you have to be grateful for them, man. Like, mm-hmm. even I wish my, like, I guess there's, um in the Bible, it says, honor your parents. Um, because at the end of the day, if you don't honor your parents, like when you have kids, like what are they gonna honor you? Like you think they're gonna honor you? Um, so I don't, 
So I see it like that. So like, if I love my parents now, I want my kids to love me as I love my parents. Does that sure. make sense? That's a good. That's a good way to look at it. Um, someone else asked, "What kept you motivated in the beginning?" Uh, what kept me motivated in the beginning was growing and seeing my stuff sell. Uh, the first time in the podcast was talking about how I would have just like a whole bunch of clothes in the corner, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. So I just wanted to have my clothes keep selling, mm-hmm. so I could do more and better things. That's what my goal too is right now is always just strive to move forward. Do you think in the point like because we you said we spoke about uh, a little bit about it? Do you think in, in the beginning it's important to never give up regardless if your stuff is selling or not? Yeah, that's the that's like the threshold that like literally is like a filter mm-hmm. um, of who will make it at the end of the day. Because if you give up like within like the first six months of your brand, then you weren't ever about it. Mm-hmm. But if you're still in it and still keep striving, then you you're pushing the limit and you will be successful. Because it's all about like a, a law of attraction as well. Like you're thinking about it, you're doing and moving forward with it, then you will accomplish it. For sure. Um, someone else asked, do you have a style uh, for all the drops, um, or is every drop distinctive in, uh, of each other? Uh, well. In a sense, they're all like kind of follow the same routine I promote mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But in design wise, I always try to mix it up so people don't feel like they get bored mm-hmm. of the things I make. Um, when I read this question, I was thinking about you know Revenge, the clothing brand. A lot of people don't like it now um, because of the new designs they're giving and putting out. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, every brand has to like evolve at one point because if you keep putting out the same thing, it's either you die. Or you put out something new and like it'll revive your brand out of nothing, out of something new to it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I, I like that too. Um, I kind of asked this question already. I asked it like mm-hmm. if you didn't have a brand, what else would you would be doing? But I had another question with that. Do you think that you were made and meant for what you're doing right now with Eternal? In a sense, yeah. I didn't think it would be close, but I always knew like um, I had a message that I wanted to give out. Mm-hmm. So, and through clothes, I can do it. So I just feel like I just kind of put those two in two. Mm-hmm. It works perfectly. For sure. That is true. Um, and also with that, they said, do you feel like God is working through your art? Because I know you spoke a little bit about it when you said mm-hmm. you were like uh, in bed and like you kind of got those ideas like out of nowhere. Um, in a sense, yeah. Because the more I put out, the bigger I get, the mm-hmm. more people will see like, like I feel like people don't look at God and at Jesus as like, I feel like it's like a mythological person. They think it's like Zeus, like from the Greek mm-hmm. um, mythology. But no, like he's real. He loves us. And if I can keep like implementing that, then I feel like I could bring people closer to him. For sure. Um, someone else asked, what was a l- little Demetra like? What was your younger self like? Uh, supposedly, I was very like chill and quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm still chill and quiet. Um, I love going out with my grandpa. I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and my parents as well. Um, I wrestled when I was like in second grade. I played basketball after I quit wrestling because, bro, I sucked at it. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, no, it was bad. So I played basketball. I fell in love with basketball. Um, and I just, ever since then, I would I would play like 2K. That's all I play. Um, but yeah, I was chill. I was happy. I was a happy kid. That's what little Dimitri was like. For sure. Um, someone else asked, is there anything big you want to do besides the brand you already have? Um, like we spoke about this already kind mm-hmm. of like just like I guess help artists and then make movies that's another thing that I want to do for sure um, someone else asked and we spoke a little bit about this but I wanted to get your mm-hmm. your um, message about this like if it's changed since the, la- the first episode 
where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Uh, I guess I still see myself what we spoke about in the first podcast, but mm-hmm. also, I also want to have, um, how do I say it? I guess I want to see like all my dreams come true, but I also want to help other people's dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Cause once I feel like I made it, then why can't I give back? I feel like I don't see that as often, mm-hmm. but I want if I want to kind of like help other people, then I I should do that for sure. Um, someone else asked, "What made you continue this dream even there there was uh, doubts or like problems if there was any?" Mm-hmm. I guess we'll all have doubts and stuff, but mm-hmm. what made me continue was like seeing where I could like pushing myself and see where I could go with it. Because mm-hmm. if I wouldn't have pushed, I, w- I don't think I would have been at where I'm at now. And if I don't push, then I'll never see where I want to see myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. I, f- I feel like that is true, especially because I feel like e- we even spoke about this, how like when you're first starting off, a lot of people are not going to believe in you. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of push your own self and, and keep that going. Yeah. Someone else asked, what's qu- what, quali- what one quality about you that's entirely unique? What's one quality? Um... I think this is so this is my favorite question of all the questions so he's the giveaway winner guys um and I'll, i gotta find his username but for me it's like being unique right now in the world everybody wants to be different seems like if you're different like you're cool i guess but for me i feel like me being personally different and the brand being different is i don't see people doing expression through their clothing i don't see people doing i see brands put jesus on their shirt but there's real no there's like no meaning behind their drops there's no meanings behind anything that they do it's mm-hmm. more for like cool it's more for like the the cash you feel me mm-hmm. and i feel like for me i want to push forward as a brand that you can feel comfortable wearing a brand that like you can connect to because mm-hmm. if you can't connect to something then you won't like it for sure that is true um, I do agree with that too to be honest like people are just putting out their stuff just to make a quick buck but it should really come out from like stuff that you personally like and that you personally mess with um, someone else asked what inspired you to come up with a religious brand or like, a religious based brand yeah yeah like we spoke that we mm-hmm. spoke of that kind of before um, I guess I've always I never saw anybody do it mm-hmm. do that and I was like yo that'd be kind of cool to put Jesus on the shirt um and the, just the way I can, like, kind of manipulate what I want to put on and mm-hmm. uh, the message that I want to put out, I think that's what kind of, like, pushed it forward. It's like, yo, I'm going to keep doing this, and this is how I'm going to do it. For sure. Um, someone else asked, do you agree that expression through clothing should be encouraged more? We kind of spoke about this a little bit, mm-hmm. but what's, like, do you think it should be encouraged more? Because I feel like right now a lot of people are just putting out brands and, like, stuff because it's a cool thing to do Mm -hmm. what do you think we should encourage ourselves as a whole that the stuff that you're making should be your own expression should be how you're feeling should be how you want to view the world yeah definitely um like i've seen a lot of brands lately put out coronavirus like themed drops Mm -hmm. and um shirts and i kind of thought that was kind of like cheesy Mm -hmm. just because like um it's a pandemic but that is true uh i feel like if you're not doing it like through expression or how you feel mm-hmm. then it's like you're just trying to put out whatever mm-hmm. for me if you think about it like all artists like when i say artists i say musicians mm-hmm. um they they sing about what they feel they sing about how they feel mm-hmm. and i kind of really could relate to that because if i'm gonna if i'm an artist and then i title myself that then i'm gonna have to put out my feelings i'm gonna have to put out like what i see and how mm-hmm. i view the world 
appreciate it. That is true. Um, someone else asked, and I know, I think you have a ring on right now. Are you going to make jewelry? Yeah. I actually don't have the ring on me. Um, I lost the ring. What? <laughs> and then I found it. So it's at home. Uh, yes, I'm going to drop jewelry. I got a, I got a ring, and then I got a chain and a pendant coming. So that's what I got working in right now. But the the ring is a wraparound ring. Mm-hmm. So it's one of, it's a really nice one, in my opinion. For sure. Um, someone else asked, summer, is there any summer drops, especially with, like, what's going on right now? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, even though, like, this virus is slowing down a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. my audience is, like, teenagers and, like, kind of um, older adults. Mm-hmm. But they're working, you feel me? Like, they're out there. Hustling. They're essential workers, yeah. kind of. They're in the the grocery store stocking and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep dropping stuff for them because uh, I had one person DM me saying like, yo, bro, like your clothes is awesome. Please drop more in this time. And it just kind of made me realize like, yo, if like, if you can look towards something, like at least it can be like my clothing dropping. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely that collab in June, July airbrush drop. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing back those sandals and I'm dropping like five different style uh, airbrush tees. And then in August, I'm having a, uh, Shoe, my shoes finally dropping in August, mm-hmm. so that's gonna. So this summer is kind of, so it's, yeah, <laughs> so it's gonna be back to back, yeah. For sure, I, I love that man. I think that that it's really important, especially because everything is closed down, so a lot of people don't really have anything to look, like to mm-hmm. look forward to. So I like that you know you're still putting out clothes because a lot of people are like waiting for that stuff to drop, and they actually are you know going to work or that kind of helps them to like stay positive and like oh snap like you know he's dropping something. So I do like that a lot. Um, if you could say one thing to your supporters, what would it be was another question that someone asked. Uh, one thing, there's a million things I would like to say if I saw you guys in, in face-to-face, but one thing I would say is, like, thank you. Like, I'll forever be grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so grateful to know that there's people out there that support me without even knowing, like, me in real life. Um, I have a supporter group chat. It's just, like, we. Um, I made it in mm-hmm. December, and ever since then, bro, like, these people are like one of my best friends like all of them we just talk and talk and uh i feel like we've really connected so i just want to say thank you because i really appreciate the support but i also like love each one of you guys because i wouldn't be in the position i am without them so i'm forever grateful um someone else asked what inspired you uh how did you bring your ideas into fruition who slash what has been your biggest help um what inspires me uh, is if we kind of talked about this I'm yeah. going to keep saying like Jesus and stuff but my family inspires me as well um, and then like my biggest help has been my mom my dad my grandma my girlfriend like they've been like the backbone the morale support because there's been times bro like I remember one time a drop did not go good and I needed it and because I, I had a whole bunch of bills to pay mm-hmm. and I had a whole bunch of other people I needed to pay and I had to do production and it broke even so it was okay with production but I didn't have no money to ship the clothes out. And I just remember, like, bro, like, crying. Um, and I was like, bro, like, what am I going to do? And my prayers were answered. My my parents um, helped me out with, during that time. Um, so I really feel like during those times, it's like you have to have, like, a moral support. You have to have people who will be there for you in those tough times. For sure. Um, I love this next question. Uh, they said, when you first started making clothes, I'm sure people were hating on you. So what do you have to say to them now? Oh, like Chris Brown dropped like 
that song called Look At Me Now. Yeah. Yeah, I will forever say that, like, look at me now, because I'll keep pushing the boundaries, um, keep accomplishing my goals, but just look at me now compared to, like, when I first started. Mm-hmm. It's a big glow up, and I can't wait to see what happens. There was someone specifically that said something, I know, for part one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just thought it was crazy, bro. I, I know, I, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, do you think that kind of motivated you, though? Yeah, because it's like, bro, like, just, like, just take it, bro. Like, yeah. it's okay, like, Everybody at at the end of the day, like I see it, like brands that were smaller than me are now bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't hate on them because they're working harder than me. Yeah. So that I have to work harder. Yeah. Um, one one of the the quotes that I kind of that I, is my favorite quote is, "I'm in no competition with nobody else but myself." That's true. Yeah. So that's why I I kind of live on that. Um, but yeah, it's just like just work harder. For sure. Um, how did Growing up in your city affect where you are now was another question. Uh, growing up Des Moines, did you grow up in Des Moines? Yeah, I grew okay, up. Okay, so I was De- born in Georgia, but I grew up here. Yeah, um, I lived in the metro, so kind of like the hood, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw gangs and stuff, but I was my parents really shielded me from that. We moved to West Des Moines, where it's more suburb. Then I moved back. Um, recently, I just seen like all these kids like they're in gangs and stuff, but like they're not doing anything. Like no disrespect, you can choose what you want to do, but. I feel like you guys, we have to move with the purpose, especially I see a lot of, I'm Latino, you're Latino. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of kids our age and our ethnicity, like they're not doing anything with their lives. And I wish like, if anything, I want to inspire Latinos because mm-hmm. I feel like it's our duty knowing that we're we're succeeding, we can inspire others. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's like, well, growing up here, is it was just a big impact on me. Like I wanted to do something because in Des Moines, it's kind of more like a, a small town, I feel like. Everybody knows each other, and everybody's just kind of, like, coasting through their life. But for me, that for me, it just motivated me to do something. For sure. I agree on that, too, bro, because I feel like we both have grown up in, like, that neighborhood that maybe wasn't the best, but our parents, like, kind of, like, shielded that, mm-hmm. that away from us. Um, and I do think it's important that we, as Latinos, we got to step up and kind of put, like... Um, like an example out there that yeah. that there's things that you can do and I feel like especially there's kids that are in gangs that are in streets uh, that have so much potential but they don't go out in there and do it because of that same reason yeah. um, I, so I agree yeah and I, also another thing is like sometimes you don't know that you have that potential or talent mm-hmm. until somebody spots it out that is true so I just feel like if I could be somebody I could make friends with anybody mm-hmm. and just kind of say like yo that's what I do like with new friends and stuff with my old friends like yo bro uh, I have a good friend that I play Apex with he's like mm-hmm. good I'm like yo bro like why don't you stream mm-hmm. or like I have another artist that's good with like making beats like yo why don't you start making beats officially and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I just feel like if you can inspire others and like help others then mm-hmm. that's you're doing you're doing something right for sure um, someone else asked what staple do you want to leave on the culture? Is it for money or the love? I know you love what you're doing, but what would would be what would you be doing it without a check? Um. Yeah, I think because obviously in the start nobody pays for your clothes mm-hmm. as um, you're starting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've gone through the point where I'm making the clothes because I love it, and I've gone through the point where I was doing it without a check consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love what I do, and it just it, it hit me a couple of days ago. It was like, yo, like this is a job. I didn't think it was a job until like a couple of days ago. I was like, yo, this is paying my bills, so I have to work harder because mm-hmm. um, there comes a point in time where 
you you want to keep expanding. So yeah, I'm doing this more than just the the money. I want to leave an impact. Um, I want to inspire the youth. I want them to like see my story and see other people's stories that are coming up as well. Um, yeah. For sure. Um, and that was the last one. But with that, they asked, is there any collabs that are on the way? Yeah, like, so basically we have one collab mm-hmm. um, in June with my brother. I call him my brother, Jonathan. Um, he runs Dishonored Hooligans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go check out their Instagram page. But yeah, that's the only collab for right now. I'm not really, like, looking forward to collab with anybody at yeah. the moment. But I just wanted to collab with him because our ideas go very well. Um, he's a brother to me. And I have much love for him. That's true. Um, you also have a drop this Friday. Where can people cop? What's the time? And can you hook me up with the hoodie early? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So, oh, also, we got um, exclusive for Des Moines, probably only Des Moines, or just us. Um, I mean, online, too. For, it's going to be uh, Eternal 99 a collab. We're going to make that happen this year. I appreciate that because you never even told me about that till now. So I appreciate that you're coming out with that. Man. Yeah. Um, so and then my drop stuff is this Friday. So if you're listening, so it's today, 7 p.m. Um, 50 hoodies will be online. They're individually numbered one through 50. I want to see who gets the first one. Um, yeah, I can hook you up with the hoodie early, bro. I appreciate that. You know, I, I always I always pay whatever. You know what I mean? I just like getting stuff in early. Yeah. I, I love promoting people and like getting it out there because I don't just have you on here just because, like, I think you're cool or something, but, like, I have you on there because I really mess with your message. I like it. On top of that, you're not selling clothes that's, like, bad quality at all. I appreciate it. And I always tell people like that because I always personally get messages like, Mm -hmm. yo, when can I get on the podcast and stuff like that? But I have people on here that I truly mess with their vision and their quality, too, if it's, like, a clothing brand because I don't like pushing out, you know, like, anything because – People don't realize, and this is, like, no disrespect to anyone, but, like, I can't just push stuff out there because it's local or be, or because the person keeps hitting me up. I have to push it because it can also affect my yeah. brand and my podcast, my businesses. And we spoke a little bit about this, too, and I'm going to ask you this. Another question, how important do you think it is, especially as a business owner, like, if you're collabing with someone, to do a collab because you personally mess with the person rather than the paycheck and, like, the following that you can gain from it? Uh, it's like very important because like I'm only collabing with people that I enjoy talking to like I'm friends with Mm -hmm. I have a connection with them who even like you bro like you were supporting me from the beginning Mm -hmm. when I was like basically nobody Um, I'm still a nobody but I've kind of gotten up there now Um, so for me it's I'm only going to collab with you if I see eye to eye with you if you're a down to earth person Mm -hmm. and I got love for you so that's how it goes for me for sure. I appreciate that. Um, where can people find you? You said the drop on this Friday. Can you repeat that again? Like that information? Yeah. So it's going to drop this Friday, uh, 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, our website is www.eternalstreetwear.com. Our Instagram is Eternal Artwear. So it's Eternal underscore Artwear. Um, and if you go check out our Instagram, the link in the bio is our website. So you can get early access. No, I mean, not early access, but you can subscribe to our email. And then we opened the site at 7. Um, it's only 50 hoodies, and we got, like, 25K followers. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, gonna it's going to sell out. Yeah. So don't miss it. For sure. I um, appreciate it, as always, for coming on, especially, like, you know, with the times that are happening right now. So I appreciate no problem, it. Um, as always, you can find the podcast on Instagram, at Full Drop Podcast. Find our YouTube, our visuals and stuff like that, at Full Drop TV, and on YouTube, at Full Drop. Uh, and I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys, you know, tuning in every day. 
um, whenever we, you know, do a podcast and stuff like that. I appreciate the love and support. Shout out Anchor for sponsoring this podcast as always and uh, letting your boy, you know, have uh, the podcast on there. And I appreciate it. So until next time, guys, peace. Much love, guys.